0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Basic Witch. How are you? I am so, so sorry that this is actually two days late, and not just one as I had previously thought. Well, I had hoped it would, would be on time, but, you know, life had other plans, and, well, you know, here we are. So, it's here. Um, Finally. No, guys, I am really sorry. and I, I so, so, so appreciate all the comments. You guys are amazing, and I love you guys. And you guys are what keeps me going when I feel like I just want to just give in and fold. And you guys keep me going, and I cannot tell you guys enough how much I appreciate it. I just really feel so lucky to have you guys. It's like I get to talk to my best friends all the time, only you guys can't talk back at the moment but I feel like I'm talking to my best friends every week and I really just love this I love doing it I love talking to you guys I love sharing knowledge I love just talking about my craft to people who understand it who appreciate it who get it who just feel it and it's just an amazing feeling I'm so thankful that I get to do this every week and I just need to um get ahead so that when things like this happen I have episodes ready to throw out But at the same time I really like to do them in the moment because I'm very passionate about it and it's usually something that I really want to get out and uh, really just share with you guys so it's kind of like a, a between a rock and a hard spot but I do know that I need to have a few extras ready and get myself ahead of the game I just haven't gotten there yet so everything has been crazy um work, so as you guys know, if you saw in the group, I uh, had someone call in, so I had to end up working, um, Sunday on my day off, and normally, it wouldn't be a big deal, like I have, uh, usually I would have other people who would cover it, my sister manager's usually amazing, but she was out of town, um, for that day, her kids had dance, and she's already missed so much stuff of her kids, so I didn't want to have that happen, so... It was fine. Um, I worked, but what really angered me is the person who called in is a new hire. And they gave an excuse of um, an emergency with a family member, having something very bad happen to them. And I suspect they're lying because, well, I'm not really going to get into details, but I sincerely suspect they're lying. And I've done a little investigation, and I'm pretty positive I'm correct. Uh, I hadn't heard back from them, so I messaged this morning to check on said family member, just to, you know, touch base, because that person's supposed to work tomorrow. So, I just went to ask, hey, you know, how, how's it going? How's person? And she told me that they had a completely different situation than what she had originally told me. So, I was like, oh, um, I thought that this happened, and then she never responded, so... And the funny thing is, is the last person to work with her was me the night before on Saturday night. And I had to kind of lay down a little bit about things, um, about how we run things and how things are done and uh, take care of a few things, you know, um, make sure that things were clear, that we're having some issues, uh, some other senior, uh, yeah, senior employees have pointed out. So (coughs) it, uh. It may not have went over well, but that's fine because, you know, sometimes, most times, the universe steps in and takes care of things what needs to happen. So, I'm very happy for that, and we're moving forward. So, I'll find new people, and we'll be great. I'm very lucky to still have my rest of my very awesome team. So, we'll be good. We'll be good. So, I do have um, some news for you guys. So, most of you know I have struggled with my dental and my teeth and everything for years. Uh, when I was younger, I only heard I had like six adult teeth that were coming in. The rest have always been baby teeth and they have all gotten really bad. Um, I have a lot of uh, medical issues with my uh, mouth and, and my teeth and everything. So it's been a bit of a ride. Um, I've been trying to get them pulled little by little and get everything worked out and dentures have been on my to-do list for the last 15 years I work really hard to cover my smile to cover my teeth when I smile when I talk because there aren't none there there's a few left on the bottom but they are cracked and they're just not good so um long story short I've, I've uh, waited years and years for dentures they've always been really expensive because I have to have a lot of extensive work done to get them and uh Last year Open Enrollment, I signed up for the most expensive dental package. Like, top of the line dental package. You know most insurances, dental insurances you get through. Your employers are like 5 bucks a week for dental for your family. Uh, I pay right at $30 a week for dental. But because it is such amazing coverage, like, I wanted the top of the line. I did my research. So, it was worth it. So, for Travis and I to both get our dentures, our grand total... Is $550. Total. For both of us to get top of the line dentures. And have all of our work done. And I'm so excited to announce that that day will be. Next Wednesday, May 3rd. I am so fucking pumped and excited. I'm ready to feel better. I'm ready to smile. Big and bright again. I'm ready to um, wear lipstick again. I wear very neutral lipsticks. Because I don't like to draw any attention to my mouth. But now. I am will be this <laughs> morning to show it off. So I'm really excited. I've got a lot of pretty lipsticks um that I have bought in preparation for this day. Um some of them are probably old now and probably not any good, but I've literally been collecting beautiful ones forever because of one day I wanted to be able to wear them. And now I can and I'm so excited. Uh next I'll, I'll post pictures in the group once the spelling goes down and I'm more comfortable but I'm so excited. I am so so excited and nervous but um, Trav and I want to go through it together and you have to have somebody drive you because we're going to be out and have all kinds of issues so um we actually <laughs> we uh we got our kids there as you know they're adults they uh, volunteered to take those two days to drive us up there get everything done and to take care of us to make sure that we're good so I honestly think they just want some blackmail black yeah blackmail video footage of us all fucked up on the um medication to pull them and everything and but it is what it is. Uh, I'm super pumped and excited and I cannot wait. I am so fucking excited. It's uh, it's going to be something really awesome that I've been looking forward to for so long. So, I wanted to talk about elements this week and how they relate to our craft. We always hear about the elements and um, earth, air, fire, water. We talk about them all the time. Um, They're involved in so many things, different aspects that we don't really think about when we talk about them. Because they represent so many different aspects of our craft. When we cast a circle, we do it with the cardinal directions. North, east, south, west. In correlation with the elements. But, what all does that entail? Like, what, What exactly can we do with elements? How can they really aid us knowing about them? What, what does that change? Well, it can change a lot. And I'll tell you, I didn't really think much of, <coughs> excuse me, elements and all that. You know, I would tell people about casting a circle and putting something in each spot to represent that element. And never really put a lot of stock into learning about the elements and really getting to know them and, and be really comfortable with my information with them. Because I didn't really think it was necessary. I didn't think about it. I mean, it's not that I didn't think it was necessary. I just didn't think about it. But now, I'm telling you guys. I feel like I'm finally getting myself a little more balanced. And and things are starting to become more... I don't even know how to to explain it. I just feel like I'm becoming more... On path, I guess would be the right term. I don't know. But it's really cool um, how it plays a part. In fact, it played a part this weekend. I did tarot reading for... the the after prom at one of the schools in the next county over, they had asked me um, months and months ago if I would do tarot reading because I've done it before for after prom. Their theme was on the boardwalk. So it was kind of like walking down the boardwalk like Jersey Shore, Carnival, you know, all the little tents and pop-up stands and everything. So that's what I was uh, set up in, a little tent booth. And it was so cool. I had so many kids lined up. Like I did not move that entire time I was there. It started at eleven, ended at one, and I finally got to pee at one fifteen. I thought I was going to burst. Yeah, one fifteen. I thought I was going to burst because I had to go so bad. But it was a—it uh, was actually a lot of fun, and it really helped me reconnect with my younger self by putting myself in those people's shoes as I'm reading to them and kind of explaining things to them. But one of the girls had asked me about um, elements and the, the cardinal directions and how they in a line asked me you know if my altar is facing true north and all these things and it just got me thinking you know the me like at their age would have had no ideas about how important elements were and how much they play a role in my craft and all of that and honestly it wasn't for the last maybe five or six years that I really dug into learning about the elements and putting them to use in my life and really trying to incorporate them into my craft a lot more for specific reasons. So that's what I want to talk to you guys about today are the elements. Let's go. guys the elements earth air fire and water but sometimes you might hear people talk about a fifth element and that's spirit which is you or me or us we are the fifth element so the original four elements are energies or manifestations of energy that make up the entire universe we being the fifth one the spirit kind of connect everything together Working with elements can really bring a lot of balance and peace and harmony to your life. And we're going to talk about how we can do that. So let's let's learn about the elements first. So we can thank the Greek philosopher, and I'm going to fuck up his name, Empedocles. Empedocles, it's E-M-P-E-D-O-C-L-E-S. I've literally listened to like five different pronunciations and still fucked it up. So but you guys should expect that. Anyway, we can thank him for the cosmogenic theory that the four elements are the root of the of all existing matter, which, again, all that makes up the universe. They also influence our personalities, our traits, and therefore what we do, really. There's a lot of things that come into play when we talk about elements and what all they can do. So, um, a lot of people consider the four cardinal elements as the, that they are associated with Watchtowers, which are considered to be like guardians or uh, elemental beings that kind of watch over. So when we cast a circle and we call on the four corners, the four elements, we are calling on those to watch over us and to guard us while we're doing our work to keep us safe from anything on the outside coming in or anything coming over that we may not want. So, like I said, most of us will invoke the four when we're casting a circle and then, of course, we are the fifth element inside the circle. So, each element is associated with traits and have meanings as well as connection to the directions of the compass. I really suck with lefts and rights, but I do really good with, uh, with like, north, south, east, and west for some reason. I don't know why. But earth is north, air is east, fire is south, and water is west. I can always remember water with west, but the others I get messed up on But Like seriously though, when we're talking directions, if we are driving somewhere, and I'm the one giving directions, I cannot do left and right for shit. Like I get nervous, and I'll tell Trav like, "Oh, turn my way," and he's like, "I don't know which way my is." So he has to, I always has to look, and I have to point because I'm always like, "This way, turn your way." I think that's kind of obvious. So if he's driving and I say, "Turn your way," that means turn on your side. I think it's obvious, but whatever. And you'd think after 23 years, he would understand my directions and how they make no fucking sense. But I don't know. I digress. But moving on. So some people consider the elements to be the building blocks of magic. And honestly, they kind of are in my eyes. We just don't really put as much stock into them that we should. Because there's a lot of uh, background stuff going on with elements that we don't even realize or think about. But they are really the parts of our magic because we do so much with them not even realize we're doing it it's it's really amazing to think about and to look back at once you put all this into it and know the knowledge of the elements and what all they're connected to and you look at some of the spell work you've done or any kind of craft work that you've done and see how those elements and the representations of them really play a role in your craft all around so I had said that uh, some people consider it to be the building blocks of magic. Some people also consider it to be the hands and feet of the gods and goddesses. And it's just really however you want to look at it, however you want to approach it. But the big thing when it comes to working with any aspect of anything in witchcraft is you have to feel connected to it to work with it. You have to feel what you feel you have to believe what you believe you can't go off what somebody else believes or somebody else's feelings because it's not going to work for you if you are trying to mimic what somebody else gets from it it has to be real has to be natural it has to be your genuine feelings and not something that you are just trying to create feeling wise you can't just create them it has to come naturally so That's why I said, you know, some people say it's this, some people say it's that. It's what you feel, what you believe. And starting off, you may not believe shit because you don't have a connection with any of it. And that's completely fine. It's going to take you time to build up to it. I myself believe, personally, after working with Elements and really getting to know a lot about Elements, I feel like, almost like there's a goddess in every corner kind of watching over me and there to protect me. And they all have their own special powers that kind of um watch over me and protect me and I know it's the same thing I just said but honestly I feel like it's every direction I'm going there's there's somebody there who has my back and in different ways so when I'm in a situation it depends where I turn for what kind of help I'm going to get and you'll understand as we get going what I mean by that so Like I said, understanding the elements and figuring out how to use them in your craft can really help create a balance and harmony in your life and really help you find a a peaceful path and a very wonderful connection with Mother Earth herself and the universe. But as you work more with elements, uh, you will find yourself kind of favoring one more than the others. And you you may have two. I myself a lot of times go to fire. Um, I'm an air sign, but fire and earth are kind of where I tend to go back and forth with. I, I think fire is my go-to every time, though. I do a lot of candle work. I do um, smoke work. I, I just really like um, fire. <laughs> that sounds really bad. I love burning shit, but no, um, I do. I, I feel like a lot of times when I'm doing a spell or something... And it's something, um, that I would just want to get out and I want to let go of. Um, or I want to make, I want to change some sort of, or I just want to do something kind of, um, how do I want to say like, not really crazy, but also, yeah, kind of crazy, uh, fire. I want that, um, the protection I feel like it gives me, I want to be able to basically just when I'm done, have the ashes spread them and be done. And cut my ties and move on, like have closure. And I feel like fire helps me with closure. But again, we're all different. We'll all have different ways. Some people have water for closure. Some people have air, letting it go. Everybody's different. So let's talk about these and let's uh, let's see what you feel drawn to. Okay, you just kind of fill it out as we go. So let's start with Earth. So Earth is the north is connected with the north, and it's the foundation of the elements. All the elements are tied in with earth that's like the like the head one the one there this is um something you would incorporate into your spells if you're trying to gain knowledge or need um, a blessing of some sort or creativity or um shielding different things like that so it's kind of um it has a lot of different functions there it's the ultimate feminine element Uh, But it also produces masculine energy. And I know that sounds kind of back and forth. But it really does make sense. Earth has a fertile and stable association with goddesses. And it's basically like a ball of life really. As the wheel of the year turns. We can see all the aspects of life happen. Birth, life, death and eventually rebirth. It is uh, solid and firm. Yet... <clears throat> Excuse me. Nota- notable and stable. <laughs> oh my god, sorry. I just realized I wrote something really weird and started <laughs> Oh, fuck. It's full of endurance and strength. Um, in, the ter- in tarot, it is the suit of pentacles or coins, depending on what um, kind of deck you have. Earth holds space and facilities for all the other elements. It's astrological signs are Taurus, Virgo, and Capricorn. The season is winter. Animals are bears, wolves, and badgers. The body part associated with Earth, are feet, and legs. And I think that's because our feet and our legs are what usually, I mean our feet mostly, but touch the ground itself, the Earth itself. And what a more better way to connect with the Earth... And connect with the element. Than to literally just go outside barefoot. And sink your toes into the ground. Get them all dirty. I know some people freak out about dirt on their feet. Or hate going barefoot. But I absolutely love. I've told you guys this for years. I love going outside. And just getting barefoot. And putting my feet in the dirt. And grass whatever. I just want out there. And to connect. I feel like there's a huge connection. I just feel instantly. As soon as my feet hit. My bare feet hit the ground the earth and just feel it it's it's an amazing feeling and you don't get that when you stand on concrete I really don't get it on concrete I get it when I put my feet on mother earth flat on the grass the soil that's when I feel it I feel it like because it's alive it's growing it's it's moving it's constantly in motion even though we don't feel it and that's one of the big things with earth why it is so connected with Gaining knowledge and blessings and growth is because it's constantly growing. It's going and going and moving and constantly changing and evolving. And that has a lot to do with our growth and gaining knowledge. And a lot of different things can be used for working with the earth. And working with earth can be used in a lot of different um, spells, rituals, whatever. The chakra is the root chakra, which makes sense because earth is the foundation. And the root chakra is the one where you need to start. It is the, basically your foundation, your home. Excuse me. Uh, herbs are basil. Are, is basil, sorry. Crystals or gems would be hematite, obsidian, malachite, and the different adventurines. I love malachite. Actually, it's so crazy. I actually have a, a beautiful piece sitting here. I got it Um, a gem dealer. I go to a rock i call it the rock store um they accidentally got in a bunch of beautiful pieces of malachite that were already polished and just i mean it's a pretty nice sized chunk of it's it was like um if you guys see what the the coasters look like um when people have like crystal slabs that are coasters it's kind of that same thickness but it's um it's about two quarters wide. It's a rectangle shape, but it is fucking amazing. It's so beautiful. And I actually wear Malachi every day on my wrist uh, on one of my bracelets. And it's just a gorgeous, gorgeous stone. So the elementals associated with earth are gnomes, which I think gnomes are super adorable. And I got to tell you guys a story. So, so actually, before I tell you that, um, I just want to pause real quick and say, uh, I'm sorry if it sounds a little choppy. I have to keep pausing the recording because I'm getting texts from work and from my kid who's filling out his background check to start with FedEx and it just keeps like beeping and I'm like, shit, no pause, help, respond to text, everything else, and then get back to where I was at. So, uh, no, my thing with gnomes, okay. Gnomes are adorable. They can also be scary. It depends on how they're depicted, you know what the fuck I'm saying, depicted, that's the word, right? I don't fucking know. Anyway. I think we're going overboard with the gnomes in every fucking holiday. Maybe it's just where I'm at. But here in the Midwest, every single fucking holiday has gnome decor for it. Every one of them. Christmas gnomes, Easter gnomes, Valentine's gnomes. Fuck, 4th of July gnomes I've seen. Okay, so I will give it that in the summer, like summer decor has a lot to do with gnomes and has a lot of those in there and that's fine, I get it. They go in your yard. They look cute. But can we maybe um, not make them look so creepy when they're supposed to be, like, cute? Like, pick away here. Because, okay. So, I like creepy gnomes that aren't, like, going to scare the fuck out of me. If, like, it's dark and just the light is shining on it and that's a bit much. But, like, the gnomes we got at the store for Valentine's Day were creepy looking and they're supposed to be cute and like cuddly but they were creepy as fuck looking so I have mixed emotions about gnomes right now I think they're adorable most of the times I think they're cute I think the idea of them is a little whoosh cause we can do a whole fucking story on gnomes and I do want to do one the one, sometime soon but it's gonna take a lot cause I got a lot to say but um gnomes I got a lot of mixed emotions about so maybe we'll do like a um episode on like uh Creatures in the craft or something—I don't know. But anyway, moving forward, yeah, gnomes. I got a lot of—I got a lot of feelings when it comes to gnomes. So, yeah. So, colors associated with earth are obviously uh, green and brown because that's what they look like. Some people do associate a little bit of like um, an aqua blue with it because of the water, but water is more associated with water. So, you know, if you mix the three, it does represent Earth and a bit more. But it is said to be the most magical element. I will say that. And it's the first one that we call on when we invoke the elements. We call on the Earth first. Next, let's talk about air. I'm an air sign. So, I used to feel connected to air in a lot of ways. And there are still ways that I do. But I really... I really can't get over that fire connection. So... Oh, shit. You know what? Actually, reverse. I'm not done with Earth. My bad. Let's talk about ways that you can reconnect with Earth. And they're very simple because I already said one of them. Taking a walk. Breathing fresh air. Going outside and putting your feet in the ground. Go outside. Go barefoot. Go feel it. Some people don't like it, and I'm sorry. I I love it so much. I absolutely just fucking cannot wait to go out and go barefoot. The ground here is still a little cold in spots, but... Fine, the best is right before it rains. I swear to god, There's, you can just smell like when those first couple drops start to hit and it like makes that earthy smell come up. Oh, I love it, I love it, love it, love it. Anyway, taking a walk, a nature walk. Um, a lot of people don't have access to woods or a park or trails or a forest or whatever you want to call them, but just getting outside can also help you connect with earth, Medi- meditating outside amazing if you can find a quiet spot it's kind of hard if you live in the city i completely get that um sometimes we we gotta you know adapt uh and try to um make things work so whatever you gotta do even if you just gotta play earth sounds like (laughs) i don't know i'm trying to help uh grow some grass Get a grass rug. Oh, have you guys seen those? It's like a... It feels like real grass and it's a rug. I don't know. I'll have to find the link on Amazon and put put it in the um, Facebook group because they're really cool looking. And you grow your own grass rug. It's fucking cool. Anyway. Surround yourself with growing things. Bring in some plants and just things from the outside. Just do whatever makes you feel connected. This, again, is another spot where... There's no wrong way to be a witch, so I can't tell you how to connect with Earth. Only you can be the one who can decide what's going to help you connect there. I can give you tips, I can give you suggestions, I can give you ideas, but I can't tell you what exactly is going to work for you. I can only tell you what works for me. So, now we're moving on to air. Air is associated with the East. It is where you would go for, or what you would incorporate into your uh, work if you were looking for inspiration, or um, a break from something in your past or some undesired situation, this is uh, where you would incorporate air. It um, refreshes our aura, our mind, our intuition. It's connected to the soul and a breath of life. It's related to communication, wisdom, and powers of the mind. It basically carries away our trouble, our troubles. It uh, blows away our strife. Um, carries positive thoughts to those who are far away. The tarot suit is swords. And it's all about reconnecting with your mind and your creative process. Air will help us. When everybody gets frustrated, they say, I need I need to get some fresh air. I need to get fresh air. It does amazing things for us. Getting outside. Getting some fresh air breathing in and even if you can't get outside sometimes just the air in general getting some flowing air turn a fan on something will help circulate the air so you have fresh air that is moving it's a little more fresh than stale air that's not so but it has a very quick pace and it's really <laughs> it uh, is associated with building momentum for moving forward for you know, living and dancing and just kind of being lively. It's also known for helping with reflection and thinking again, stepping out and getting a breath of fresh air. It's astrological signs are Gemini, Libra, and of course Aquarius. It's season is spring. It's a feminine energy. The animals related are all birds, mountain goats and cougars, which I never really knew cougars were related with air until like last year or something. I was working on, <coughs> excuse me, um, a spell for someone, and <laughs> they were talking about exotic animals and things like that. And I'm like, shit, I don't even know what, because it was, I don't want to get into too many details because they are a listener. So, anyway, they uh, had some situations going on, and they were going to be in a place of a lot of exotic type of uh, animals and things like that. And uh, we got talking about a lot of things, so I was looking it up, and then I just happened to see Cougar, and I'm like, that's weird. I know it's not really an exotic animal, but it just kind of caught me off guard. I just didn't know it was associated with air. But anyway, body parts are arms, heads, and throats, which makes sense because speak, air flows through. Makes sense. Chakras associated with a third eye for air. Herbs are mint, ginger, and dillweed. Crystals are Quartz, Centrine, Lapis Lazuli, Soda Light. I love Soda Light. I've told you guys so much of how Soda Light has helped at work. I put it everywhere at the store. It's great. And the Elemental is... I'm going to fuck this up. I'm sorry. Sumps. Sumps. I don't know much about Sumps. And honestly, I uh, really have a lot of questions. So, I, I just... I don't know. I, um... I'm not really, I can't pronounce the motherfucking word to begin with. So, they're basically just invisible creatures of, made of air. Which sounds really weird, but a lot of people confuse them with fairies when they're talking about um, creatures and elementals. Because they, they do, are said to anyway, resemble fairies or, um, <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> Or cherubs, that's what they're said to look like. But they are basically there to kind of um, help humans receive inspiration. They're said to live on mountaintops and are pretty much like the least powerful of them. Of all the elementals, of the elements they are supposed to be mostly like subtle and just kind of there. But they're also known to be volatile and changeable. So that makes me think that like changelings and... That's a whole other road for us to go down that I don't even want to start talking about because I don't really um, understand changeables. I do, but I don't. I, it's just the whole thing. Like with these, I I want to do a lot more research before I take a stance on how I feel about them. So I'm not going to speak more on something I'm not sure of. I can't even say the fucking word right. So uh, <laughs> the colors associated with air are yellow, white, and light blue. It is the second element that we call on when we invoke the elements for a circle ways that you can reconnect with air is by walking in nature on a breezy day opening windows turning fans on to kind of circulate the air like i would said practicing tarot also is said to help you connect with air um i'm not really sure how i've not really ever figured that out but maybe it's because the spirits are in the air that are helping to draw the cards that's the only thing i can get um Doing something creative is also a way to connect with air. And then dancing and or singing. I suck at singing. Um, my entire family will tell you. I am the worst singer in the whole fucking world. You guys have probably heard me. Snibbit a few sounds. Um, on here. And I've apologized and asked you to pretend you never heard them. So yeah. Uh, I suck at singing. And it's it's, um, it's okay. It's my issue to deal with. But it's fine. So I will not be connecting with air. Through songs. But I will dance. I will dance. I used to be on dance team. Did I ever tell you guys that? I was on dance team for several years in high school. Um, That was back when I thought I needed to be a cheerleader and on the flag core and, you know, represent all the things um, and be little miss high school. And boy, was I fucking wrong. But, you know, we, uh, we, we find ourselves when we find ourselves and I found myself late but it's okay. I No, I take that back. I failed myself way before. But I didn't embrace myself until late. So, there's that. Alright, let's go ahead and get the little ad out of the way. Also, I don't know where the... Um, if you're on Spotify and you have ads... I know that there is a brand ad on there somewhere. I just don't know where it's placed at. So, I hope it's on an inconvenient way where... It just like breaks into the middle of a sentence or something or a thought, um, with my run on thoughts, it could honestly break in anywhere, but yeah. So hopefully it's okay and they won't last forever. I hope anyway. So, all right, let's go ahead and get that out of the way. And we're back. All right. The next element we're going to talk about is fire. This is my element. This is what draws me in. This is what lights my fire inside me, honestly. I mean, fire is... I don't know, I've been obsessed with fire since I was a little, I don't want to say obsessed, but more mesmerized by fire. Because it's so powerful. It is probably the most powerful of all the elements. It is something that is just so versatile and can do so many things and so much fucking power i mean it's and when you think about something when you think about being passionate about something think about a fire or a drive for it and when you think about you know so many things fire just comes into play i i personally so i'm not gonna all my personal shit because again there's no wrong way to be a witch so you're going to feel different feelings about elements we're not all going to have the same feelings but i have a passion for fire i'm just drawn to it I I use it a lot in a lot of things, like I was saying. So, fire is the uh, south. It's used to purify. It is um, a very powerful and determined and passionate energy. If you're using it in your spell work or rituals or whatever, anything in your craft, you could use it for um, passion, for love, for protection, for cleansing, for creativity, for a lot of things honestly there's a lot you can incorporate fire in with it is um a masculine energy it is connected with strong will and energy it both creates and destroys so think about how obviously fire can destroy everything fire's bad if it's like your house or your car or your your feel. you know something you love being destroyed by fire but it can also create and think that fire gets the bad rap of just being something bad and negative a lot because it does destroy things but it can also make things beautiful think of a woodworking project where people instead of doing a stain on something they'll do like a um, a heat effect or like the or like I don't know if they call it like heat treatment or what but they'll like torch it and it'll look stained but it's actual just the fire has done that to the boards or Whatever, I'm horrible describing it, but it's a beautiful look. And you can engrave in wood and all kinds of things with fire, which fire is also interchangeable with heat in many senses here because heat is usually created through fire originally, you know what I mean? But it also is used so (laughs) with the other elements. When we burn things, we get ash. When we put fire to water, we get steam or air. Same concept. Like a gas. Same thing. You know what I mean? Like it It can be very powerful because it could take on other elements and it can destroy other elements or it could create other elements. <coughs> Sorry. It symbolizes the fertility of the gods. It can heal or harm. I mean, it really has the power to do both. It's gonna, uh, the littlest flame, littlest flame can burn the fuck out of you. But it can also heal you if you're freezing. Fire, heat warms you and saves you. And there's a lot more examples, but I, I you guys understand how fire works. So it is the element of transition, of heat and light. It's heavily associated with transformation. Like I said, with the water, heat. All kinds of things. Fire can transform a lot of things to many different things. And it transforms us on the inside. When that fire is lit inside of you, you change. You take action to ultimately change what is going on. Change the situation. Change things that you don't like. Because you have a fire inside of you. It is highly active It has ties to leadership, power, and drive. It's also considered to be odd or an unusual element as we can observe it actively breathing, eating, dancing, all of those things. And by breathing, I mean sucking in oxygen that it needs to continue to burn, eating whatever it is burning and destroying it, and dancing because the flames jump around and put on a beautiful show for us as they go. Astrological signs are... Aries, Leo, and Sagittarius It's ter- suit is wands animals, snakes, lizards foxes Body would be the pelvis the abdomen and the stomach, all same area The chakras would be the sacral and the solar, solar, I know I said solar, that sounded so weird solar weird <laughs> Sorry, I'm tired Herbs <laughs> are <I'm sorry>. cinnamon <laughs> cardamom and chili powder, which I never really um, thought to add chili powder to my apothecary, but I might actually give it a little bit of a kick in things, you know? Crystals are sunstone and uh, carnaline, and I know I said that wrong, but I'm sorry, that's how I always pronounce it, and I refuse to change. It's elemental as salamander, and here's my thing. It is not, so it is talking about the little lizard salamanders that are like a foot long, but it's also known to be represented as salamanders being little sparks or balls of light. And I don't really, um, I don't know how I feel about that. I (laughs) think of what we here in the Midwest call lightning bug. Many other people call them fireflies, but we call them lightning bugs because that's what we say in the midwest but when i think of fire i think of lightning bug or firefly and that is uh kind of my own little personal thing uh when um, mace was little he called them lezo bugs <laughs> it's a lightning bugs. so we call them in our household lezo bugs and uh we try not to stay around with people because they look us like we're stupid and um we have a lot of words. Every family has those words where you talk about things and people kinda look at you like, uh yeah, what what's your deal? But it's just who you are and how you are and what you do. So I mean we're all different, we all do our own thing, but yeah. That just happens to be my thing. So um I I will just continue with that. You do whatever you feel connected to or whatever feels like it connects you to fire for your animal or insect or whatever. Honestly, again, it's your uh, your your um, craft element it is the third that we call an element that we call in when we're casting a circle or we're invoking the powers. Colors associated with it are red, orange, reds, oranges, and yellows. And I think I forgot to say earlier that the colors associated with air are yellow white and light blue. Oh no, I think I did say that because I thought, how the fuck is uh, air yellow? I always think white and light blue, but then I saw um, a thing in one of my books like a month or so ago, and I was, and it said something about yellow for air, and I was like, that just doesn't flow with me, but okay. I see yellows and reds and oranges. I do see blue and white because white hot It's the hottest part of the flame is the white, which everybody thinks is the blue, but it's not so I. So some of the ways that you can reconnect or connect with fire when you're trying to like kind of build it back into your life would be um, finding things that spark your passion. Kind of like the salamander sparks. Find something that really sparks your passion in life. Whether it be um, beside your craft. I mean, hopefully that still sparks some some passion in you. But for me, I love to help people. I love to do this. This is a passion for me. Is talking with you guys and sharing my information, sharing my life, sharing my story, sharing just me with you guys. Because I feel like it's me and thousands of my best friends just talking and having a good time. And I know it's a one-way conversation, but I feel like there's... I feel like I can... I know it sounds stupid, but I feel like I can feel your guys' comments or your thoughts or... Your feelings when we're, when we're when I'm recording or like we are listening. I know it doesn't make any sense and it doesn't even begin to make you know make sense where it would work out because you're not listening to it. When I'm recording it, but I feel like I can still feel your your presence, your thoughts, your your feelings, your emotions as I'm talking. I know it's crazy, but I feel it. I do. I'm not gonna lie. I do. So this is something like I said. It's passionate because normally. Like, if I didn't get to do something on the day that I usually would do it, I would just skip it till next week. But this is something I really want to do all the time. Like, I love this. I want to constantly talk to you guys. I constantly want to share my stories, my info, my life. I just feel like um, it's my it's my purpose. It is my purpose. It is my path in life to help other people be the person that I needed growing up. And I want to be that person for everybody. And because I needed her and I didn't have her. So my passion is to be her for everyone. So, Another way you can reconnect is lighting incense or candles. I love having candles burning. I love having that feeling of warm coziness. Even in the summer, I still love candles going on. I know they put off heat. And in the winter, I always light a bunch of candles because I turn my heat down low. Because I do not like a high-ass gas bill. So I like to keep candles burning because they do put off warmth and that smell but I cannot be the only one who changes their smells in their house for the seasons like during the winter I have like very cozy smells like cinnamons and uh, pumpkin spice and things like that which that also really starts in the fall and then just kind of goes through the winter baked goods like um, heavy baked goods like brownies and like Really, uh, I want to say, I don't know, just you know how you have like a heavy baked good versus a light baked good, or am I just fucking nuts? Some of you out there are like, No, I know exactly what it means. Some of you are like, I have no idea what the fuck she means. But in the summer, I like <coughs> like spring and summer, I like more of a citrusy smell, but not, uh, not overpowering. I like a little bit of lemon, I do not like the clean linen smells, I don't know what it is, I don't like that. <clears throat> Or, like, the ocean mists or anything like that. I don't like them. I don't know why. But I don't like it. I like, like, white lily smell. And there's a, there was a really good one, like, white lily and tea. It's, uh... Airwick makes it. It's called Summer Delight. And it is my favorite fucking smell for my house. And I love doing it during the summer or spring. It's just a very... Light, but strong. It's strong, but it's still like a light. You know, you can tell the difference between a heavy smell and a light smell. Or maybe you're thinking I'm crazy again, but it's okay. Somebody out there knows what I'm talking about. But it's different because it just invokes an entirely different feeling inside of me, depending on that smell. Because our senses are really strong. we talked about these before. They have a lot of play on our emotions, our feelings, our thoughts, our actions, Everything smell is a big one for me it triggers a lot of things for me in good ways and in bad meditating with fire is another amazing way to kind of reconnect with the elements the only problem is this I like to watch the fire so I kind of more not necessarily meditate but just kind of zone out as I sit in a meditational pose and zone out staring the fire and I've noticed I've been zoning out a lot more lately, which is not necessarily a bad thing. It's just bad timing when I do it. But, I mean, I can zone out in a, a like a snap. And it is just that nice freeing, calming moment for my brain to just take a break and relax and recenter. And I, I do it a lot more than I should. But sometimes you really just need that mental break and even if it's for just a, like 30 seconds we just need that break from time to time so all right the fourth and possibly but not really last final element is water it represents the west it is more of a feminine feminine energy why can't i speak words if you're doing spells or trying to incorporate water into your craft. You might do it for some cleansing or revitalization. It's also used to remove curses and hexes or to change um, basically changes of any kind, really. It is uh, highly connected with attributes of the goddesses. It's healing and cleansing and purification. It's associated with passion and emotion. It is used to make holy water, obviously, because it's water. But... So, in different religions, it's called holy water. Basically, what it is, is salt water. Water with salt in it that's been blessed or had an incantation set over it or whatever. And you can make your own and you can do your own incantation over it or your own blessing over it. And you've made your own quote unquote holy water. I don't like to call it holy water. I will call it many different things. I'm still trying to come up with my own name for it. For like what I personally would call it because I don't. I just don't feel connected to holy water. I just, I've tried out a few different things, but none of them really feel like I connect to it yet. So once I figure out what I I will personally call it, I will let you know. been working on that for years. Just can't find one that really works, but... Sassy water, maybe? I don't know. I don't know. I I will come up with something, but... Anyway, um, some witches use it to consecrate their circle and anoint all their tools with it. Honestly, it is another one of those things where it's up to you how you do it what you feel connected with what you feel works for you what you feel is necessary um, I'm not going to tell you you have to do it I'm not going to tell you not to do it do what you want sometimes I do sometimes I don't it really just depends on the situation the ritual, the spell the whatever's happening if I'm doing like a spirit board session I'm, I'm doing some definite extra protection it's, it, any kind, anytime I feel like I need extra protection that it's something I will do But it's not something I'm going to do if I'm just, you know, doing a quick, simple binding spell or, you know, free spell or something like that. But if I'm invoking big things and and trying to communicate with the other realms and the other worlds, whatever you want to call it, I am definitely going to use some extra protection there. So uh, it helps us to learn to let go, learn to go with the flow And just kind of learn to just be. Um, It also helps us tap into our deepest feelings. Even the darkest, most painful ones that make us cry. Water has a way to help us get into that. Have you ever noticed that when you're having a really rough time. Or things are just, you know, you're in a bad mindset or something. A shower always or a bath always helps you feel better. It's like not only the act of cleansing. The act of cleaning your body. But it's more like a cleansing your soul and spirit kind of situation. Um, I know whenever I'm having a rough day or I just don't feel good or whatever. A shower changes everything. And Travis, like... He really likes to um, soak in the tub when he's feeling down. I've got him using bath bombs now. And I've got him using... Or having candles lit. Music playing. It's great. I've turned him into a real uh, copy of me, honestly. But it's just it's amazing how water can just plain everyday water can have that total changing effect over you and your emotions and your feelings and your whole spirit and soul really it's it's really a powerful thing to be honest but water is in constant motion but it's focused on slow and steady movement it's kind of crazy i mean the rivers you look at rivers they're constantly moving the waters are not still they're constantly going but it's a slow and steady pace until you get to like you know white water rapids and shit but for the most part it's flowing it's just going along it's not you know trying to stop anything it's not trying to change course it's just going with the flow which is where that term phrase came from so water is about slow progression of life Life is fast and short, but it's also slow and takes time. And the birthing process is probably one of the most significant displays of how much or how slow life really goes. Because that that seed is planted and it takes nine months, well technically 10 months, 40 weeks to be ready to move on plants they take time to grow everything takes time and water has a way of kind of reminding us to slow down and breathe and helps us realize it's going to be okay it's crazy how like i said water can just have such a powerful change in us without really doing much at all besides just being there and moving it's 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 really powerful, honestly. Plus, we need water to live. I cannot live without water. I drink probably way too much water a day, to be honest. <laughs> I, uh, I know I keep breathing heavy. I need to, oh, you know, I'm still dealing with all that shit. Cold and all that crap for, like, two, three fucking years now. But anyway, we have to have water to live. And I probably, like I said, drink way more than I should. But I, am, I will drink, like, a half bottle of water as soon as I wake up. And sometimes I'll finish it before I even start going to get ready. And then, of course, you know, water's in all of our other drinks. Coffee, um, sodas, pops, whatever. But I have this thing. I have to have water constantly. I saw this TikTok uh, a couple years back. And it said, uh, when you wake up in the morning, instead of you know going for coffee or anything else, the first thing you should grab is water. And you should drink, like, I can't remember how many ounces she said. I think she said, like, six, five or six ounces, first thing as soon as you wake up just like chug water and I'm telling you you can feel it going through your body when you if that's the very first thing you drink as soon as you get pre brush teeth or anything you just drink that water and you feel it come inside your you just feel it go in your body and just starts flowing through and it's such a fucking amazing feeling and it, it's like it makes you feel alive and just constant or instant energizer right away bam, like as soon as it hits your body, it's just like, <sighs> try it. If you don't do that already, please try it and tell me how you how you feel and tell me how much that really affects and changes the rest of your day. I promise you, you're going to see a big difference. That was probably honestly the best thing I ever learned off TikTok in my entire life, which I've only been on TikTok for two years. So I might find something better, but honestly, that, that's a game changer right there. I got Travis doing it. I got my kids doing it i try to get people work to do it but they don't listen so you know but water cleanses the earth's surface i mean we have you can have your kids go out and ride on the sidewalk sidewalk chalk and as soon as it rains it's gone it instantly cleans itself the earth is just a self-cleaning it's the earth is amazing but water really just cleanses everything not just our bodies or the actual earth or physical things but it cleanses our minds, our souls our spirits, all of those things and it's, it's just an amazing addition to everything honestly, sorry, hang on I'm sorry, my kid just sent me the weirdest fucking text and it had me very confused and thought there's an emergency but there's not and he had a typo so I had a panic attack so, yeah uh, it, um I'm telling you, these kids ask some fucked up questions sometimes. Water is said to be the counterpart to fire because water puts out fire, but fire also turns water into steam, air, gas, whatever. Um, It's kind of cool how those two work together. Like, they can both take each other out quite easily. Astrological signs connected to water are... um, Sorry, my brain just totally, totally did a backflip for a second. Cancer, Scorpio, Pisces. The tarot suit is cups. The season is fall. Animals, fish, dolphins, penguins, whales. Anything you find in the water, basically. The body part is heart and chest. The chakra, of course, would be the heart chakra. Herbs, aloe vera, Aloe vero. I don't oh, know where the fuck that O came from. Rosemary, chamomile. Crystals are aquamarine, moonstone, uh, fluorite, pearl, and opal. And the elements are undines. Undines? Undines? I cannot pronounce that for shit. So undines are uh, these little elemental beings. They are beautiful. Uh, They are very graceful. The nymph is frequently... (coughs) Excuse me. Nymphs are frequently found in a fountain, uh, the mythical mermaid would be belonging to the ocean, some undines, undines, I really don't know how you fucking pronounce it, I, I should have looked up how to pronounce it, but I've always just said undines and now that I'm looking at it, I think it's undines I don't know but I was, <laughs> the reason I call it undines is because I always fuck it up and call it undies so, um, it's like a little inside my head joke thing that is like inside joke with myself so, yeah, um <laughs> excuse me Some undies are (laughs) known to inhabit waterfalls. Um, Some live in rivers and lakes. Uh, And sometimes some of the smaller ones have often been mistaken for fairies. Again, just like some of the others. Um, It's just this beautiful little creature. It's very graceful. I think of what a mermaid would be like if she were on land. Or not so giant. (laughs) Because they're not always like in, like, the depths, like, The Little Mermaid, you know? Uh, have you ever been out to a, a creek, or we call it the creek growing up, but um, we used to go down to the creek to go swim at the potholes, which is literally a real place uh, here. It's called the potholes, and it's a giant swimming hole, and it's so amazing. But anyway, at the creek, you have um, these little, tiny, little, very hard-to-see, Things in the water. And my mom always called them the little fairies. And I I don't know where that term came from for her. Because she doesn't seem to be into the craft. Whereas I do fully believe that there are other lines. We've talked about this uh, in my family that go back. So I don't know. Maybe some she'd heard through past generations. But she was called little fairies. And they're very hard to see. But if you look just right. With the light shining in the water. You can see them. And it literally reminds me of... A tiny little mermaid, just going to town, but with legs. So, like, what a mermaid would look like on land, but in the water. <laughs> I know it makes no sense. Um, you can look them up if you want to see what they look like. But for me, that's my my personal interpretation of what they look like and what I envision in my head. So. You ever get a vision in your head of something and you like that vision, so you don't want to look up to see what actually looks like, like the drawings that people have made or whatever, or the AI drawings, which, can we talk about how fucked up AI drawings are lately? Scary as fuck. Anyway, I have my own little things in my head that connect me very well with different things, especially when it comes to elements and the elementals there. I just have my own vision, a visual of what I think they look like what I feel and I don't want it to change not that I don't want to be incorrect but because that's what I've associated with my whole life and that's what I see in my head when I'm like meditating and trying to connect so I don't want to um, ruin that connection that I already have if that makes any sense so uh, ways that we can reconnect with the element of water is obviously any activity involving water swimming things like that Um, If you can't go swimming because it's either winter or you don't have a pool or river or close to go or an ocean, Um, any activity involving emotion, uh, flowing, cleansing, things like that, Uh, making tea, blending oils, creating bath rituals. These are really good rituals to do to kind of reconnect with water. And you can kind of also tie in some of the others with it, lighting a candle uh, for fire, having um, incense burning for air, which technically, if you use fire to light a candle, you're also putting that scent into the air, so kind of the same thing, I mean, they kind of connect you've already got, ooh shit, water and then maybe have some plants in there, ooh put some fresh eucalyptus in your bathtub, Oh, you've connected all of them, and it's amazing I really want to try and find some fresh eucalyptus uh, sometime soon, because I really really, really am looking for that, so let's quickly kind of touch on the fifth element, I have a big thing here with the fifth element that i really want to um be very clear on spirit if you are going to represent if you're going to recognize the fifth element then i need you to listen to me very carefully and understand this if you don't listen to anything else i say listen to this okay we are the only ones who know our spirits and can find the key to connect it with all the elements so you are both represent (laughs) sorry i just lost my train of thought you are both its representative and its channel and you have a responsibility to act accordingly to your spirit i know that sounds very confusing listen again you are both the representative and its channel and you have a responsibility to act accordingly you are the vessel. You're the spirit. You are the actual fifth element. You are the one who can tie everything together. You are the one who can connect with the other elements to tie everything together. But you are the only one who can do it. It's basically the, bri- the binding principle of all things. Spend some time with elements one-on-one and get to really feel them and feel what makes you connected to them. Find ways that you can personally connect with each one and really feel a bond. You're the only one who will know what that bond feels like. Nobody can tell you what that bond is going to feel like except for you. I can sit here and tell you every single thing I do step by step with directions, drawing them out and everything. And I still won't be able to tell you what that connection should feel like or how you're going to feel or what it's going to be or how to do it because I am not you. You are not me. There's no wrong way to be a witch. This is where we shine as individuals because we're all different and we do things different. Our spirits are different. My spirit is not like yours. Your spirit is not like mine. This is where you come in and you make the connection. You are the only one. <coughs> excuse me. Who can know what's working and what's not? Who can know how everything Feels when it's good or when it's bad I, I can't, I can't tell you how that feels for you because I'm not you the fifth element is probably the most important because if your spirit and your soul is not into it then there's what's the point of doing it? What, what's the point? just because you came home, you've had a rough day and you're trying to think of something to do because you want to try and stay in your witchy crap but you're tired and you're just wanting to do something real quick to hurry up Do you feel connected to that? No, because you just want to hurry up and get the fuck over with so you can go lay down or sit down or eat or whatever. So don't do it. It's not going to make you any less of a witch if you don't do something that day or if you don't do something that week or if you don't do something that month. It is you who makes the decisions, who decides when to do things, when to not do things. If you don't feel it, if you don't feel like it's your thing or it's the right thing, then it's not going to work and it's pointless You're not going to have any gratification out of it other than checking something off your daily checklist that you did something witchy today. But is it really witchy if you didn't feel it? It's not. So, spend some time with all the elements. Incorporate them into your work. Take note of how they make you feel afterward. The most important one is to spend time with yourself. Get to know yourself. Really learn about yourself that way you can incorporate yourself into your work just like you're going to incorporate the element of water or fire or whatever make a list just like i made about each of the elements about yourself what obviously your astrological signs your three signs that it's your signs that represent you What tarot suit, if you are into tarot, do you feel represents you? What season do you feel connected with? What animals do you feel connected with? What body part do you feel has the strongest connection to you? Or you feel most important about? Or I don't fucking know. Whatever. I mean, mine's obviously my heart because I have everything in my heart. What chakra do you feel the most connection to? What chakra do you always feel drawn to? What herbs do you feel drawn drawn to? What herbs do you always feel like are always there for you, always have your back? What's your go-to crystal? What is the one crystal you know has your back? Every time, no questions asked, you know you can go grab that crystal off yourself and do what you need to do, and it's gonna have your back and do what you want it to do. What creature or elemental do you feel most drawn to? When you can answer those questions about yourself, you are fucking unstoppable and i'm not saying that you're not anything until you do it but i'm saying you owe it to yourself and you deserve it to know yourself better once you have really spent some time figuring yourself out really deciding what you're drawn to or what you are what represents you you'll feel a Big difference when you go in to incorporate the other elements into your craft because it's going to come more naturally. Because you, the element number five, are the most important incorporation into all of it. We don't need anything to do our magic, we can honestly do it without any of the tools, but we use them because it boosts it and makes it more powerful. All these elements that we add in make our spells, our work, our rituals, whatever, more powerful. If you can have all five of them, all five elements, imagine how powerful that would be. Spend some time with yourself. And don't be afraid if, you're, if your list changes. You could change from day to fucking day. You can change week to week. It doesn't matter. You can change hour to hour. We're not the same person. At all times, we're not the same person. Day after day, year after year, we change, we evolve, we grow. And that's important for us to do. But journal that stuff if you want, don't have to. But kind of keep track and see your progress. See where you've grown, see where you've changed. See the pattern that emerges when you have your list of what represents you or what you're connected to. And how you feel, where you were mentally in that time frame and then when you change it again look to see where you were what time of year was it what was happening in the world What's happening in your family your life your every you know whatever your career whatever what was happening who was in your life that was different what were you doing look to see what what affects that and then you can see where you need to make changes to really adapt to when you're the happiest and kind of alter things until you get where that's where you are Or where you want to be all the time. Or if you like changing. Fucking keep changing. That's fantastic too. The most important part is you are true to yourself. And that is it. Hands down that's the most important part. You are true to yourself. And you are enjoying everything you do. Alright. No more self help stuff. Uh, Real quick. I forgot to add in. I don't know why the fuck I didn't. But in case anybody was wondering. um, When they cast the circle. I like to put um, a representation of each element into each corner. So, water for north. I would do, like, a cup of water. I'm sorry. I don't know what the fuck I said. North for water. Good lord, I'm tired. Water for west. I would do, like, a cup of fire. Or a cup of fire. Oh, my God. I'm, like, literally trying to hurry. and I gotta get in the shower. Everything else, my brain's tired. A cup of water. For water, obviously. Or, um ice, seashells, blue candles, um, fire in the south, I would do um, like a red, orange or yellow candle, maybe some ashes, a red cloth, or maybe some matches but I personally do a candle burning because you know I, I want the actual fire itself. Earth in the north we would I would do like a flower pot um, a pot of soil, stone, a branch, a plant, um, really anything, I've done a lot of different things, for air, I use a feather, incense, you can put a fan over there, honestly, like a, a hand fan, like, you know, the Chinese fans, I love those, you can put those there, and for spirit, a purple candle, um, circle of twine, or clear, um, yep, my brain just totally, totally, uh, lost it. Yeah. So anyway, whatever represents you, honestly, for spirit, you can do whatever you feel is a great representation of you. I usually do an amethyst crystal for spirit because amethyst is my first stone. And it's what I really feel like if I have to pick a, a stone really quick right away, it's always amethyst because that's, that's my go-to. But I'm going to be honest with you, it changes a lot too. Sometimes I um, put a second feather there because I love to collect feathers. Sometimes I to put a bone there. I've even put my fucking bag of sprees there because I like the candy sprees. So, do what you feel represents you. I can't tell you what to put. Do what's you. Alright guys, this has been an odd episode. It's um, late. I need to hop in the shower and do everything all over again tomorrow. I will finally get a day off sometime this weekend, possibly, hopefully, maybe, so I don't know, but, um, I hope you guys enjoyed this, I actually enjoyed this episode, um, a little more than I thought I would, because I really wanted to drive home the power of the fifth element, and how important you are, and how much we really need to do things for ourselves that we really deserve, so, uh, I love you all, and I hope you guys have an amazing day, week, month, whatever it is that you're listening to this, and I can't wait to talk to you guys next week. All right. Let's be. Bye.